0: It's kitchen table spirituality, an evening devotional, with Jonathan Malone, the pastor of First Baptist Church in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, and Charlie
1: Eastman, the pastor of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southborough, Mass.
0: You, you lack the same kind of enthusiasm that I. I had don't know. Your that, enthusiasm
1: <laughs> surprised me a little bit, and I reacted with my <laughs> own blandness.
0: <laughs> Are you- I, I'll tell you, every time we do this now, I, my, my mind goes through these quick options of the, what can I do to try to throw Charlie off? You know what happens Charlie to my off? mind
1: is I always think of the end of the introduction to The Simpsons where they all run to the couch and you wonder what's oh, going nice. to be a little different this time. And that's the feeling I get now when you start the introduction.
0: <laughs> well, this is good. We gave people a little inside view of, of how we do these podcasts right. where this is the one of the few times I can try to throw Charlie right. off of his game. No, this I don't is know hard. about that. I'll tell you. <laughs> When, when you work with, you know, top-notch oh pastors, you oh find my. it's harder and harder to Here throw them off their game. You're very kind. But I'm going <laughs> to... You're very kind. I don't, I don't care trying. what your family keep... says. You're all right. Oh, sure. thanks. 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 Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wait, my <laughs> no, family says otherwise? No,
1: no. No, no implication.
0: Okay. How, Go ahead. Um, how oh, they are, are quite well.
1: Church? Yeah, thank you. We are um, deep into our Backpack Angels program, which uh, yeah, how's that going? It's, it's been great. We're getting a great response. Lots of donors are coming forward, and we are uh, hitting goals. And we've got uh, this week. We got to share some testimonials from some of the social workers who are involved in the program. Mm. And I think that's been powerful for people. And uh, it's it's moving great. We're we're gonna help serve 28 kids. We're going to provide at least, I think, five laptops or seven laptops. I should know that right off the top of my head by now, but I, I don't remember. But it's mm-hmm. just, it's great to have that kind of impact and to have in in a divisive time, it's great to have an issue like supporting uh, kids in education mm. that, that's just so obvious to everyone why we would do that and how that, that serves our vision of the gospel for the world. So it, it feels great. We're continuing to worship uh, mm-hmm. via... Um, Podcast basically and live stream no mm-hmm. no in person mm-hmm. worship yet but the uh, building use task force is figuring it out and we're going to figure out soon how to do some uh, outdoor worship I think hopefully um, maybe by the end of the summer but we're still looking at fall for when we recongregate so that's yeah. that's kind of where we're at well good oh envisioning we're working on visioning now um, I've got a core team oh, of yeah. visioners uh, i don't we don't call ourselves that um, <laughs> <laughs> vision we're we're crafting vision uh for the church and we're going to present it to council and talk about five-year plan 10-year plan i i enjoy that kind right. of focusing it helps me in the choices yeah. i make in my ministry and hopefully it'll help the church
0: right and what a great time <laughs> you to be know doing that when we're forced to do so many things differently yeah. think. but enough yeah. about us tell us yeah, about that's, you that's I think Oh, thanks! I just hey, i back from vacation, back from the woods. Thanks for coming out to the mountains to do that. It was recording worth it. Toad's worth, worth it. Toad's worth it. I'm glad no bears mm. got you on the way out, and no I'm bears also got glad. me. And we did have one beaver. Um, again, kind of swim by Stay us. Stay away from right the beavers, us, Jonathan. Oh boy. Jonathan told me yeah. about beaver fever um, today, so
1: that's why I'm saying that it's.
0: Oh I, yeah. I did I say that beaver yeah, fever, not
1: beaver fever. Right, just to clarify, well, that
0: is—that's one of the best See, infections you could ever just have. Just the joy of Justin Fever. Bieber's music.
1: Okay, <laughs> when, when exactly did we jump the shark in this recording? Was it right at the top? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I tried to keep a Justin. Straight face if you're for listening, a it's not. Um, there's no hate here. There's no home for hate here. We're not. No. We're not trying to. Put you out in any way. We're grateful you're yeah. along for the ride.
0: Yeah. With kitchen table Right, spiritual. right. And, you know, kick a couple shekels our way. Yeah, if you well, want to. You know, you've got something to spare. Yeah. If you want. If you want. No, so things at the church are, are going well. We are continuing. We've had our second Sunday of people in church mm-hmm. and streaming mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, there are still more people watching on Facebook than there got are it. in the congregation. Um, but the Reverend Nancy Forstrom gave a, just a fantastic message on Sunday. Right on. And it was really... A blessing to be able to watch it, so people can go hear it now. In that sense, yes, it's okay. on our Facebook page. All of our services okay. are, are there, um, and I'll be back on. I'll be there this this upcoming Sunday, and um, we're just continuing to to plug away right now, and and moving into mm-hmm. our summer time, and as we. Move along closer to different events. I'll share okay. those. But I'm not going to give the whole. And summer at, at East Greenwich, right is it
1: a is it a church? Is it a an absent church in summer, or most people away, or is it a still all hands on deck church? What's it like?
0: Well, m- most people aren't away, but Rhode Islanders have this thing mm-hmm. about the summer, where um, they won't. <laughs> That's go a New to England
1: church. thing, my friend. <laughs>
0: I think you're right. I think you're right. So, I mean, the attendance does yeah. go down. Some of them, it's because they want to sure. go to their beach house, which is about five minutes <laughs> further away than where they already are.
1: <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, ours ours so, have a lot of Cape. I mean, so and, that's and why. In, at Southboro, there's a number of people have houses right. in the Cape, but then have them at uh, Winnipesaukee, so they go in different directions. Um, and other places, oh, nice. but yeah, we we are a quiet culture in the summer. I was assured, um, yeah. even if we were in the building, there wouldn't be a lot more people in the sanctuary than there are currently.
0: Good, right, right. It's okay and to take okay. a break. It's you okay know? to
1: re- rest and refresh. Yeah. If you come back with power, then then by all means, take some time to mm-hmm. yourself. The important thing for the church yeah. is, of course,
0: we keep the light
1: on for you. We're here when you need us all summer that's long. Right. So.
0: So, so, Charlie, can I tell you what I did the Friday before about I went it. on vacation? So, thanks. I went to the White Mountains in uh, New Hampshire. Wait, wait a minute.
1: You, you're about to go on a hiking vacation. So, for the day and before I went for a you hike. went on a yeah. Okay.
0: Right. But the mountain I went to climb, and this is no joke, it's called Mount Isolation. <laughs> wow. Where is Mount Isolation? What town is it? Mount Isolation is south of, of uh, okay. Washington. not and it, and it really is. It mm. stands alone. It's not an easy mountain to mm. get to. Uh, but I thought about that uh, while thinking about this book we're going to mm. be getting into, The Thoughts in Solitude, because oftentimes we think about solitude and isolation. You see, you see what I, I did I there? I like that. I want to make it obvious that I made a nice seamless segue and into it, the and next And it stands thing.
1: in excellent contrast to my thoughts about this book and why we're doing it. Um, oh, tells, I think this is right tells. on. <laughs> Some people actually have to go physically isolate themselves to find isolation, but I think this is for me. This book, to borrow an old hmm. campaign slogan, is important now more than ever. Um, hmm. It is thoughts in solitude is is a, for me. It's been a pivotal work in my life because. Thomas Merton is he's a mystic he's a he's a Catholic monk he was I'm sorry he's Mm -hmm. since retired from this earth so I'm I'm just uh love talking about Thomas Merton he's a Catholic mystic he was a monk he uh I think it's where was his monastery for most of his life Kentucky yeah Kentucky some right so he he uh he brings this radical idea of solitude at a time when when he wrote this book everybody was kind of getting together (laughs) And now, and now we're kind of forced apart. Um, a few of us are actually living in solitude. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but many of us are, are quarantined or or finding ourselves at home more with others. Um, but this, this kind of solitude is so different from what you might be thinking. This kind of solitude is, is just, it's rooted in the work of the desert fathers right. and mothers, presumably. It's, um, it's, it's got real ancient streams, but I think it speaks to our very modern time. So that's, I'm, I'm just so excited yeah. to read this yeah. book and, again. And
0: today we're just going to give kind of an overview into the ideas behind the book. I mostly just focus on the preface. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, Great. It, it took me a while to learn that when I, I read a book, I should read the preface because, you know, when I was in high school, I was like, why would I read that? It's, those numbers don't match the page numbers, so. <laughs> Roman yeah, numerals, get don't out count. With that. But the preface <laughs> or the introduction is when the author is saying, here's what I'm trying to do. And, hmm. uh, and, and I, I want to, can I? Sh-
1: or here's what I'm, in this case also, here's what I'm not trying right. to do. yeah. Which is important.
0: I, I, I want to read a quote from, from the preface that I thought was really Really good. Please that, do. Uh, See if I quoted it. Yeah, this is on, on Roman numeral page 11.
1: I'm on a Kindle, so oh, okay. it doesn't matter.
0: Um, in an age when totalitarianism has striven in every way to devalue, deval, uh, sorry, devaluate and degrade the human person, we hope it is right to demand a hearing for any and every sane reaction in the favor of man's inalienable solitude and his interior freedom. And then just a little bit further on down there, he says, society must be made up not of numbers or mechanical units, but of persons. Now, uh, yeah, so, so We, need to, so we yeah. need to, of course, apologize for him for his male-focused language. Written in 1956, 58, that's going to, so we need to, uh, right. you know, please hear it with more universal ears. But yeah, that idea, um, I, boy, that just jumped out at me. And you so you mm-hmm. underline that same quote. Yeah,
1: I I highlighted the same section at mm. the top, and then I highlighted around the bottom section that you right. that you quoted. But but it doesn't it doesn't mean I don't resonate with it. Um, this this idea of totali- totalitarianism, great totalitarian totalitarianism. This is not a doctrine we think right. about anymore, even while it's on the rise again. Um, this is of course the dictionary says. <laughs> sorry, I almost kept a straight face. Jonathan and I were talking about another book. Yeah, please prior never to write this. anything that
0: says the definition. The dictionary definition is that's just that's just sloppy. Please writing. do not
1: poor form. However, this doctrine that that the the government will mm. will dictate what is possible for you as an individual is is something that has been attributed to various cultures and it's been touted as completely absent in the American experience. Um, But, but more and more in different times of our lives, people start to feel like, am I really being told that this is what I'm supposed to think? Am I really being dictated to this way? And where is that happening? Where is that happening in my life? Where am I getting these views forced into me that I'm supposed to be espousing and, and, and it's just—it's yeah, pervasive Yeah, and I would right say
0: it's—it's it's more than just a government. This is a cultural push.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, where it's I'm our headed. society. Yeah. yeah. So in your in your echo chamber on mm-hmm. on say Facebook, say you you say you consume Facebook media and and you use that as a tool um, to make yourself feel better about right. your viewpoints. Uh, as you weed out people mm-hmm. that don't sound like you, people who actually make you think about your positions, and your your Facebook experience becomes more and more homogenous, you start to lose your ability to question your the precepts and the the air quotes realities that are given to you, and and you become a tool of right. a particular right. viewpoint. Um, I'm spending less and less time on there as time goes by and and I think it's primarily because I want to avoid that echo chamber. There's news sources I now reject categorically because I know they are just echo chambers for one viewpoint or another. And in my faith life, I also don't want to be dictated mm. to like that. I I want to I want to have a I want to. Society is made right. up of persons, as Merton writes, and your personhood is more important to me than which group you it, identify with. I, I love this contrast. Whatever. That
0: the idea of, and I, I know that's what we're going to be getting into. But the idea of, if we are to be a better collective, a better community, a better society, then we need to spend time alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's so true. We- this, this uh, the, the quote goes on where, where Jonathan was talking about highlighting. It says, to be a person implies responsibility mm-hmm. and freedom. And both these imply a certain inner solitude, a sense of personal integrity, a sense of one's own reality and one's ability to give him, I'll say slash herself to society or to refuse that gift. So if you never mm-hmm. stop the mm-hmm. noise in your head, if you never cease your inputs, you will never have an opportunity to be a whole person. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Merton is saying in part here. And I mean, when was that more important than when every two minutes I'm sitting with someone, they are pulling out a cell phone and, and right. consuming it's, from I somewhere mean, else?
0: So we want to give a, a, a warning to the listeners if you're going to be walking with us in this journey. And first, you don't have to read the book. You don't have to get the book in, in order to appreciate you know, this series for the month of July. We're going to give enough that you'll, you'll be okay. But That's of right. course, you know, we think you should get the book. We're not getting any kind of kickbacks from Thomas Merton because he's, he's not kicking it off. <laughs> um, not anymore. Or the publishers. are. <laughs> That's I mean, there's, there's no promotions, nothing like that going on. Uh, but it, this is a brilliant book. Merton yeah. is, uh, uh, I would say, a mystic of the 20th century. Uh, Who offers great wisdom uh, in a time that you know we we still is relevant. So we yeah so encourage you to read the book, but know that it will be challenging Mm. because we're going to be asking you to take some time to not be um, plugged in. That's right. Also, let me say um, Merton is.
1: in terms of in terms of depth of discourse, he's he's not uh, super cryptic or or super. Um, what word am I looking for? He's he's not as dense as some of the theologians that Jonathan and I have read, and I'm assuming
0: esoteric. Thank you. Esoteric he's not as
1: word. esoteric there as some theologians. However, no. he is making um, uh, theological arguments using rhetoric mm-hmm. for some people. This book will feel a little uh, chewy, a little like, ooh, Mm -hmm. I have to go back and reread that sentence a couple times to make sure I'm getting his sense of it. So be gentle with yourself, bear with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not a difficult read. He doesn't use difficult vocabulary. He meant for this to be in every person's book. Uh, But but having said that, please take your time to read through. And that's why we're only doing, uh, what's the pace we set up? Maybe a couple chapters a day.
0: Yeah, just for for next week, yeah. just chapters one through sixteen, and they're very very short chapters, yeah. so it's not a lot. It's not a lot. You at all. got this, and this is all on the show notes. Right. Um, the schedule is on the show notes, so we'll have it on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just you know, this was just the overview, the introduction. I want to encourage people. I mean, do you think Charlie, we should that people should have a uh, a practicing time or devotional practice as they're reading this. I was oh, thinking maybe I've got a great... You, you, go ahead. What were you ahead, thinking? Go ahead, please. No, what do right. you have? I
1: was thinking you might try a, a one, one minute of silence practice for the first week.
0: Oh, great. Just, just
1: one minute a day of silence. Mm-hmm. So you when you're, when you're getting ready to read this, sit down, read a chapter or two, however many you do that day, and mm-hmm. then afterwards, just give yourself one minute of complete silence where you don't talk, Others don't talk to you. Maybe you have to lock yourself in the bathroom to find this one minute. Whatever it takes, carve out this one minute afterwards to just sit and be still and to know that God is with you. Just yeah.
0: just one
1: minute. Try it.
0: And and do. So this is hard. I mean, if you're reading it with other people in the in your community or in your home, that's great. Mm. Um, but I would suggest don't talk to anyone else about it for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's that's the opposite a, of how we run book clubs usually. It, it but is completely the opposite, and you know, you know, opposite of how it. we
1: use scripture. But yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, obviously, you're all you know, you're all congregational kind of folks. You're all free thinkers, so some of you may just do whatever you want, no matter what. Um, oh no,
1: they will do whatever they want, yeah, no right, matter right, what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's if you read out. it, on, if you read it on a Monday. Just sit with it for Tuesday, and then Wednesday, listen to what we ha- you know whatever it is we can offer, and then mm-hmm. talk to others about it on Thursday and Friday. It's like, what did you think? You know, yeah. then let it unfold, but really let's, let's embrace this idea of solitude mm-hmm. um, and, and, and see where it goes. Solitude's a scary thing, isn't it, Charlie?
1: Yeah, I think uh, young couples. And by young, I mean couples that are new in relationships sometimes mm-hmm. have this moment where they, they say, are we spending enough time together or are we spending too much time together? Like where, where do I end and, and the other begin and, and how does that affect the relationship? And, and some people seem more needy to right. others because they always want to be together. Um, but, but the relationships that I know that really last are the ones that really experience solitude from each other in addition to the, and, and that, that makes the closeness so much more, more powerful. So um, I, think, I think there's real, there's a gain to, to spending intentional spiritual time yeah. uh, as well. It's,
0: yeah. So take it to the beach. It's, take it to the beach. It's a great beach read.
1: But stay away from the other people yeah. at the beach. Uh,
0: but I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to this, this journey of solitude.
1: Me too. I think we needed this. This was good. We, were fi- we had plenty of other topics to talk about yeah. here in Kitchen Table Spirituality, but sometimes it's nice to allow uh, some weeks of intentional focus around a single topic or issue. And this book is, oof, yeah, it's mana for my
0: soul. I hope it is for yours as well. So as we move to prayer... Mm. Uh, we got this prayer from one of your members, uh, Charlie. One of the that's members right, Sue Baust. Sue Baust, yeah. Sue
1: Baust. Thanks, Sue. We really appreciate yes. it. This is a great one.
0: I don't know if she gave it to us specifically
1: so we would use it. I, that's probably not the case. I think in the email it said she would just. it was powerful for her. Right. Um, but it's. It, oh, it resonates for me as yeah. well, and I'm assuming
0: you. Yeah, folks, feel free to send in to, to Charlie or myself prayers that you really love. Um, they may end up, we can't promise they're going to end up on the on the devotion on the podcast, but they might. That's uh, right. But this one is uh, St. Francis of Assisi, hmm. uh, who, was, who lived from 1181 to 1226. That's right. Uh, and, and I want to encourage people. Team Middle Ages. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. He was, uh, read, you know, read the stuff of Francis and Claire. Um, the yeah. relationship they had was great. The, his Canticle to the Sun is mm. really just amazing. I read that on top Art. of a mountain on one of my hikes. And oh. yeah, it would, just blew me away. I was like, wow.
1: So that's what you're doing up there. You're going up the mountain to read theology. Yeah.
0: Or live it in some way.
1: <laughs> um. oh, 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 there it is. <laughs> and that's the introduction
0: to Malone's Pilgrimage that's Tours. That's right. That's right. <laughs> just watch out for bears and beavers. Um, that's right. All right, so... I'll go ahead and start, and then if you want to pray, and then we'll end with Francis of Assisi. (laughs) He'll give you you time to focus, right, (laughs) Charlie? Thank you. Let's let's pray. God, we are so thankful for the ways you continue to walk with us and be with us, and for this invitation to be alone, alone with you. Help us to find the courage to be alone. Help us to really listen and may we find a newness that we cannot anticipate from the solitude and the blessings. God,
1: thank you for Jonathan and for his safe return uh, and the return of his fellow hikers. Uh, I am grateful to have him back and uh Lord, thank you for Thomas Merton for for this simple witness of solitude this time around and uh and for his ministry and his life that's touched so many. Uh, Lord, help us always to remember that there are many resources waiting to be discovered if we will just take and read.
0: And from St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in the giving that we receive, it is in the pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Amen,
1: Saint Francis. Yeah, he, you know what? Right he was pretty on. Pretty good. He was pretty
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good.
1: Of all the things we could say about Saint Francis, no. So I apologize. At the beginning of our prayer, started laughing again, and because you said just watch out for the bears and beavers, and I heard bears and beavers.
0: <laughs> so I hope someday. You know how? Uh, I think last summer or the summer before, some people were hiking in Canada, and Justin Trudeau came out of a cave because he was also yes. Which I mean, let's be honest. A dream of mine would be that if I was like in the oh, woods and there's Justin Trudeau, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you're amazing." But if Justin Bieber, Here if Justin are. Bieber showed up on the top of a mountain, yeah, I think bear spray is an appropriate response. No, Aww. I would be. I would. I also would kind of be like awestruck, like, "Wow." Yeah. I'm Ooh, not a. Uh, I don't follow that don't
1: music, either. but I would be. Uh, you know, he's enough yeah. of a celebrity that I, I. Actually, I don't know if I would recognize him to be to be sure, because my idea of Justin Bieber is of a person uh, much smaller right, and younger right. than me. And now he is a, a man, and he's very like wiry, and he wears facial hair and all this stuff. And I, 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 I don't know if yeah, I would I don't recognize. Think
0: I would either. Him. Well, so there it is. He would he'd pass like a ship. I'll in try middle. to keep an eye out for him next time in the mountains. How about that? Good looking out. Get that Bieber fever. Well, so next week, we'll talk about chapters 1 through 16. Uh, And in the meantime, people do continue to be well. You know, be there for each other. Stay in prayer. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Read these words of St. Francis again. They'll be in the show notes. And uh, use them as a a prayer whenever you need it. Be well, all. Bye.